Hey guys, and welcome back to the Promethean Perspective. I am so excited about today's episode. We're going to be examining our social media intake. I think it's super important to stop and look at the way we're spending our minutes and, of course, spending our lives. I think this is a super important topic, and I'm thrilled for the ride. Come along, guys. podcast family and welcome back to the Promethean Perspective. I, every time I get behind this microphone, I get so excited because I just feel like I have like a drive for like our specific topic and like, I don't know about you guys, when I sit down to these episodes, I feel like I'm just sitting down with a good friend or a complete stranger and just talking about life, talking about Jesus and talking about all the amazing things he's doing. And so this is kind of just like really awesome that every time I go to do these episodes. Um, there's just like this joy and this kind of like enthusiasm that like is not for me exactly. So I'm super appreciative that God has been continuously bestowing this kind of joyous enthusiasm and showering that love upon this podcast. And it's been super awesome to watch where he's taken it. I'm really pumped about today's episode also because I think it's a super, super important episode. It's going to be all about an honest examination of our media intake. Now, I know this might turn a lot of people off just because a lot of people don't really want to hear about things like this or they kind of think that like it doesn't apply to them. But I think it's actually going to be a pretty good ride if you want to hang along because hang along, hang around. <laughs> I think that's the grammatical way to say that. <laughs> I'm not very good with this whole like jargon and like lingo. I'm not awesome with any of that. But I think it's going to be a super great ride if you want to hang around. We're going to be talking about how to moderate things, how to um, examine, and how to keep your priorities straight, essentially, right? Because, you know, we only have one life, and I think a lot of us kind of forget the fact that, like, social media is a primary way of distracting, wasting, and, uh, you know, diverting our purpose of life. So I think it's really important that we pay attention to it and talk about it, because I don't think it's talked about enough, personally. And this is something I was actually a little bit hesitant about talking about because me personally, I don't necessarily have like a struggle with media or like too much media intake the way that I've been raised, where I live, my lifestyle is not conducive to social media whatsoever. So I'm not a participant in social media. I, you know, I don't do Instagram or Facebook or Twitter or I don't know if you know the names of other ones. <laughs> I guess there's a lot. Oh, I think Snapchat's another. Yeah, Snapchat and um, what's the other one that everybody does? They say Facebook. I don't know. There's a lot out there that, but as you can tell, I'm clearly not acclimated with them. And so that you know, unfamiliarity with this kind of realm made me a little bit hesitant to kind of delve into it and give some advice on it. But then I was like, well, I still have a perspective about this. I still kind of have an idea that if I was in this realm where you know I did have a lot of free time on my hands for social media or I needed that kind of distraction of social media, how would I handle it? And then, and then just talking with my own friends, you know, um, relatives and, and such, and I've gathered kind of an idea of, you know, what their lifestyle is according to social media and how it affects them. I've just kind of observed this. I've kind of been like an observer of social media for a really long time. And so I feel like I have a pretty good uh, perspective of like what I – like a pretty solid perspective in, in terms of social media and our intake towards it. 
And the way I'm going to be approaching this topic is not necessarily to tell you what you can and can't do. It's just going to be my perspective of what I think has an outsider who's not involved with social media at all. What looks healthy, what, what seems healthy, uh, what's a healthy amount, what's not. And then also, like in my own life, I have had individuals who are a little bit too connected to social media. They, they put a little too much value on what people think. They put a little bit too much time into it. And I've seen how that's affected our relationship with my friend, uh, between me and my friend, because suddenly the person on the other side of a screen means more. So you, you know what I'm saying? So just as an observer of social media for the last several years, I've grown up in what you would call a media society where everything is kind of managed by the media and what you should do is managed by the media what you should say is managed by the media what's happening in the world is managed by the media so I think that it's really important that we stop and talk about this but of course like we always do before we get into today's episode we got to share our glory story so let's hop into today's glory story My glory f- story for this week is a pretty simplistic one, but it's brought me a lot of joy, and so I just have to share it with you guys, just because I just can't ignore it. It's just, it's brought me a lot of joy. So, my awesome older brother, Nathan, and I have a super fun relationship. I have a great, pretty great relationship with all of my siblings. They're all very unique in, our relationships are all very unique in regards to, like, just how we are with individually, on an individual level with each other very unique and I have a pretty good relationship with everybody um Grace obviously is my sister my one and only sister so she's got a pretty special place in my heart but then Charlie as my baby brother has got an awesome place in my heart as well and then I also have just a lot of respect for my older brothers um so everyone's got a pretty special place in my heart and I'm pretty thankful for all of my siblings I actually don't think any of my siblings listen to this podcast so none of them even know that I'm telling my glory story about them but I just was super thankful for my siblings this week. Super, super thankful for their love, for their support, for their fun, humor, and just everything that they are, everything that they do. Everyone's starting to take new paths in life and starting to experience new chapters in their lives. Um, like, for instance, my oldest brother living um, in, like, a city is kind of thinking about moving out of the city and just, like, new changes there. And it could be exciting. He could be moving a little bit closer to us. And then, like, my other brother is expecting their beautiful baby at the end of December on January 1st, actually. So they're going to expect a New Year's baby. And that's just so enthralling to, like, see my brother mature into that role from, from you know, being a son, being my brother, and then being now almost a father. Is Well, I, I would technically I already call him a father because, you know, life is life from the moment of conception. So it's been beautiful to watch him over the years mature into that position and, like, I think he's ready and so I mean not that you're ever absolutely ready for fatherhood but it's just I feel like I've gotten a front row seat for the lives of my siblings and like watching them grow up you know because I am kind of one of the younger ones so watching my siblings grow up and 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 start their families of their own and start new chapters for their lives it's been absolutely amazing and I just I feel so special to be a part of it all and then like Grace she's basically finishing up her college and she's gonna be out in the world you know doing whatever God calls her and she's just she's got a a great kind of drive about her right now and she's really just pursuing um wholeheartedly what God wants her she's got an open mind and 
Um, she's got a lot of joy right now in her life, and I'm, I'm very thankful for all the blessings that have been bestowed on the, the lives of my siblings. And my awesome brother Nathan and I, last week, we, this is basically like the climax of the glory story. Um, last week, we, uh, in the kitchen together, we made some candy corn chocolate, like white chocolate chip cookies, and Grace loves candy corn. Candy corn's like, mm, she loves it, but... Um, mom never like buys it <laughs> because basically it's just sugar with dyes in it. So it's not like a common thing we ever get to eat. So my grandma actually for my birthday gave us some candy corn. And so we were like, Grace loves candy corn. So we made cookies, candy corn cookies, and Nathan and I sent them to her last week. And it was just so fun. Like, like there was like flour everywhere. And like Nathan was pouring the chocolate chip bag into the, into the bowl. And then like all of a sudden it. He just, like, threw the bag. There's chocolate chips all over the kitchen counters and the floor. And I just, I couldn't stop laughing. I couldn't stop smiling. It was just so fun. And then this past week, Charles and I have been working um, together on some studies. And it's just been so awesome to watch each of my siblings grow on their own individual level and to see them pursue joy and pursue what God wants them to do I just it's so awesome to see God at work in other people because sometimes it's more obvious to recognize that uh, versus in yourself and so I think those moments are really really important because God's like hey you know I'm here I'm present I'm working I'm at work here and you know you get a front row seat to this and so it's just beautiful and I'm so thankful every every day I feel um, an extreme amount of gratitude for the vocation of being a sister. Um, I think a lot of times we really focus on like, well, if I wasn't in this family or if I wasn't in this situation, you know, I could be holy, I could pursue happiness, I would be fine. I would hardly sin because my siblings would never annoy me and my parents would never, you know, not understand me and I would just be great. But I think when we stop and realize like, like the power behind having siblings, the power behind family, the power behind having parents to guide us and then saying, okay, not what all these people forget what all these people have done wrong to me or have frustrated me or annoyed me but looking at it from the perspective of like what role do I have in their life before I go on to college before I go on to religious life before I go on to whatever God has next for me you know I have a vocation right here and right now and that vocation is love and that doesn't mean just the people in Haiti or the people in some thoroughbore country that I'm supposed to love um but that also means people right here right now and not just at the homeless shelter in your local you know community but in your family at the kitchen table in your living room um share those beautiful moments of prayer and growth and and just be with your family and love your siblings and and look at them as an opportunity has a has like a boot camp for learning how to love well because if you want honesty, if you want truth, if you want people to be really blunt with you and give you um, some kind of review on how you've been and how you treat people, um, go to your siblings because they will not hold back. They do not mind <laughs> telling you all of your faults. So if you want to really grow in perfection and humility and love and patience and have a lot of fun along the way, highly embrace. Um, I highly encourage you to embrace your life. If you are a sister, if you're a brother, if you're a daughter, if you're a son, um, it teaches you a lot and it's super important. And that's my glory story for this week. All right, guys, so we're going to hop into today's episode and we're going to do so 
by starting off with a question that I was thinking about and I thought I would pose it to you guys for you guys to think about. And the question is, does your phone give God glory? Now, you don't have to limit this to merely the perspective of a phone. It could also be inclusive an iPad, you know, a laptop, any other kind of device where you access distraction, basically. <laughs> um, is your phone, your device, etc., is it a crutch to, you know, for you to kind of check out of life? Or is it a tool helping you to check in? And I think these are two different ways that you could approach this topic. So I thought I would approach both because that's just, you know, that's what we do here on the Preview Team Perspective. We accept and we respect, not accept, we respect all perspectives. And we're going to just delve into both. So my question is uh, to you, the listener, is does your phone give God glory? Now, you may off the bat say, well, you know, I can, you know, watch EWTN Mass on my phone. Or I can, you know, read scripture on my phone. Or I can use it as a prayer app. Um, so, yeah, I guess my phone does give God glory. But is your phone also used as a tool to check out of life? Um, do you use it to scroll endlessly through media feeds or um, looking always, like, always on the edge of your seat for that latest news feed or that latest kind of moment to check out of life and delve into distractions? Um the phone can be used two ways. Any device can be used two ways. It can be used to help you check out, or it could potentially help you check in. Now, here's what I mean. You have to examine your media intake, all right? So it raises this question about keeping priorities straight. And this has actually been on my mind a lot lately. I think it has a lot to do with just being, you know, in quarantine from coronavirus and just how things have changed from that aspect. And just looking at, like, how things are now and how how, you know, society and my, the environment and just how, you know, the, sta- the structure of a day is a lot different now. A lot different now? That's not grammatically right. <laughs> it's, it's quite different now than it normally has been. And so it's very easy when you're not, you know, driving or, or going or doing, you know, you don't have that drive within. It's very hard, I think, to keep priorities straight. And so that's something that's been stolen from a lot of people because of coronavirus. And then on top of that, you place, you know, an excessive amount of hours upon social media. And then you place an excessive amount of drama with presidential debates and vice presidential debates. And, you know, I know a lot of people don't really like to talk about politics on their podcast because they are worried about losing listeners or, I mean, that's any, that's, that's any kind of platform, you know, you don't want to offend the perspectives of other people or the thoughts of other people but my thought is if i'm supposed to respect yours you can respect mine and i know that's kind of a prideful way to look at it but i believe that you know god has given us each our own intellect and our own reasoning to be able to have our own perspectives and to defend our thoughts but i think we need to defend our thoughts better personally just looking at the world right now and looking at our country and looking at our kind of philosophical thought processes and the way we approach things, I don't think we're doing a very good job of standing on solid ground. I think we're building our houses upon the sand, like Jesus refers to in the parable. And I think it's really important to guard against that. Um, so I am going to kind of talk about politics a little bit. Um, we just had election day, uh, let's see, three days ago. We still don't know who the president is. And so. Um, you know, a lot of people are freaking out about it. A lot of people are stressed out about it, but I've kind of been of the mindset all along that, you know, um, regardless of 
whoever wins, whether that be President Trump or Joe Biden or whoever, I know for a fact that God will still be king. And Father Dave Pavanka, who's the president of Franciscan University in Steubenville, he did a fabulous um, short video that I'm sure you can find on the Franciscan website. It was beautiful, and it was it was just reminding us that, you know, you know 20 years from now, um, tr- President Trump's not going to be president. Um, Joe Biden's not going to be president. Um, but Jesus Christ will still be king. And so if we're willing to sacrifice, you know, our beliefs, our morals, if we're willing to be angry and hostile and violent and aggressive in the way we talk and the way we act simply over politics, we need to remember that politics are part of a temporary world. They are not going to be everlasting. Uh, Your political beliefs are not going to follow you into heaven. But how you treat your neighbor, how you love God, how you uphold your morals, those will follow you wherever you go after this world. And so... I implore you that while it is very, very easy to get caught up into this kind of um, tidal wave of drama in regards to political whatever agenda, it's not the most important thing right now, okay? A lot of people are hurting. A lot of people are confused. A lot of people are angry. And whoever uh, a presidential election is not going to fix that. Getting rid of COVID is not going to fix that. People need Jesus because Jesus is the ultimate healer. He's the ultimate social worker. Jesus wants you to have life and have life to the fullest. So just going forward from here, I would just suggest um, in your intake in regards to those situations, in regards to this um, topic, in the way you act, in the way you speak, in how you are uh, prioritizing your day, just remember that, you know, at the end of the day, it's how, it's how you loved that truly matters, Okay. Um, while it is important, you know, there's this whole thing about upholding your civil your civil duty as a Christian, as a Catholic, and you have this obligation to um, take care of your country and to be a, a good citizen. Um, I, I, I encourage that. I agree with that. But um, we also, first and foremost, have a duty to uphold the Ten Commandments, which are inclusive of... Do not put other gods before God. God can be our only priority at the end of the day. Otherwise, we're, <laughs> we're going to be living a very aimless life. God has to be the first priority. Um, secondly, you cannot take God's name in vain. I don't care what context you're using it in. Um, don't use God's name in vain. There's plenty of other um, jargon out there that you can use um, to exchange. Or you can say, oh my goodness, or other things you really do not do not need to be taking the sacred name of the lord and incorporated it incorporating it into these blown out of proportion extravagant kind of situations with fallen human beings you cannot equate the two they are not the same so regardless of what happens um, mind your mouth don't take the lord's name in vain i'm just going to be very blunt about it it's a awful sin because the one sin that cannot be forgiven is blaspheme against the holy spirit and as we know in catechism paragraph 292, I want to say. I believe it's 292, somewhere around that area. The Holy Spirit is holy in the Father and holy in the Son. The Father is holy in the Holy Spirit and holy in the Son. The Son is holy in the Father and holy in the Holy Spirit. Okay? That means when you insult one, (laughs) you insult the other and the other two. And so um, when you take the Lord's name in vain, you're blaspheming against the Holy Spirit, guys. It's not a sin to mess around with. Number three. Keep the Sabbath day holy, okay? I kind of did not know I was going 
down this road right now of delving into this, but I think the Holy Spirit's got a different message than what I intended, so we're just going to go with it. Here we go. Number three is keep the Sabbath day holy. And um, with COVID, I know a lot of us are not going to church, and we're not keeping up with our regular system, or we can go to church again, and we're like, well, we've been fine for the past six months, so why go now? Guys, if you can't go to church, if you can't go to church, regardless, we're supposed to keep the day Sabbath. We're not supposed to work, do unnecessary work. We're supposed to remember who God is, okay? Um, something beautiful to remember is that even before humanity was made, um, that was established, that the seventh day was the Sabbath and it was holy, and that even God rests on the Sabbath. And so we need to take a moment and really just, I don't care what kind of debate, what kind of um, news feed, anything that's going on, football games, whatever, it does not matter because the Lord's day is to remember um, his goodness and his greatness and, and how much he loves us. And I think if we did that a little bit more, our country would not be in the place that it is. Number four, honor your father and mother. Um, I know right now politics are a cause for division and not just politics, but you know anything else that goes on within the social realm of media. It's a cause for division. And um, if temporary, you know, finite things like that are able to separate you from your loved ones, uh, that's Satan's victory. And it's not what God desires. So at the end of the day, take a spoonful of humility and be wrong. It's okay. Uh, your relationship with loved ones are kind of more important sometimes, especially with your parents. And Love doesn't mean, you know, everything be all chummy chummy and, and great all the time, but it means um, self-sacrifice. And sometimes you give your parents the correct honor that they need out of love. You're going to have to take steps of self-sacrifice. Number five, thou shalt not kill. And while there is plenty of that going on right now in our country, unfortunately, there's lots of shootings and, and other awful things that I would rather not mention because those are people made in the image of God that are lost and confused and that have been hurt and killed and it's just awful to mutilate the precious gift of life um, while that is going on physically that is also going on verbally and that needs to stop because we are killing each other verbally physically um, emotionally it needs it needs to end because we are breaking the fifth commandment when we do any of those or all of those um, number six thou shalt not commit adultery um, pretty uh, self-explanatory I really don't need to go into that one um, but there's a lot of that going on in the world right now and a lot of that is actually supported by media and so that actually ties into our topic because it's not it's not something that anymore is like oh my gosh or oh, how could you or it's actually like supported it's actually like accepted and um, that's really unfortunate um, I have to say you know it, it's something that is way way too um, how do I say this? It's, it's way too common. It needs, it's way too familiar. Um, it's something that divorce is, is more, um, it's more accepted than marriage. And guys, I can't value the importance, the sanctity of marriage enough. It is something that truly needs to be respected and needs to be placed back on to its pedestal has a sacred um, sacrament in the eyes of God and in the eyes of the church. It's something that's been disintegrated and because it's what the society wants. The society does not want the family because the family is the nucleus of society. And when you take the family out of society, you take 
a good marriage, a good uh, family life, and, and everything out of society, you lose the nucleus. And then that nucleus is replaced by the state. It's replaced by the government. It's replaced by all of these other powers that are not life-giving, like the family is. So keep that in mind. Um, and then, I mean, the, other, the rest of the commandments, they're pretty self-explanatory. I really don't need to go into them, but I think that we need a reminder that right now in our world, we're breaking every single one of them. We're breaking every single one of them. I don't know how any of us sleep at night. You know, and I'm not trying to blame the world because I'm a sinner just like the rest of the world. But it's just the reality of, do we not realize at the end of the day that God is still God? And his word is everlasting and his commands are the ones that we have to listen to. Alright, let's go back to social media. I don't... I don't really know why I went off on that tangent. I think it was Holy Spirit-filled, honestly. I didn't even think about that before, um, that particular aspect of this, before delving into this. But we're going to dive into what I was thinking about. And um, it's been on my mind lately, uh, a lot lately about our media intake. And reflecting on it has uh, definitely helped me help other people make better choices. And I think it would do the same for you, for yourself, and for others. Um, regarding the time you spend consuming throughout the day on social media. And, and it doesn't necessarily mean, like, social media, it mean any type of media. Like news, for instance, you know, uh, you know, like a while back uh, before 2020 happened, um, peop- a lot of people I knew made an effort to follow the news. And, you know, learning what is going on in the world is a good thing. Um, because you have to be aware, you need to learn how to adapt, how to prepare your intellectual, spiritual, you know, physical. It, it's important to have an awareness. That's why God gave us the logos, the intellect, to be able to be aware of things. Um, however, you know, this past year with COVID-19 and protests and election, um, I think people have really gotten sucked into the daily news. And people are, like, grasping for any specific detail because there are so many uncertainties and there's just so many things we can't control that people are grasping for as many specific details of the world and national events as they can. And unfortunately, it's, it isn't too often that the news provides people with the answers um, they're looking for. So instead, people are left with even more questions, even more unrest, even more anxiety. So I noticed that reading the news instills a lot of fear into people, more fear than hope. And so I want to stress how careful you need to be when you're consuming the news, okay? The happy medium that I think would be ideal for right now is informing yourself from sites that are well-known, respected, and, um, like, for example, for health concerns, um, you can, you know, like, regards to COVID, you can call your uh, doctor or research a topic on, you know, a health website that you trust. I know a good one is called Medicram. If you're looking for any, you know, good... Uh, top uh, good platforms to trust um, but for current events you could also listen to a podcast or look at what the Catholic voice is saying in a Catholic newspaper or Christian newspaper um, also I think uh, that if you if you uh, limit it to how often you check it it's important um, so like say something happens on like a Friday if you check at least one time within that week I think you'll be okay <laughs> so like if you, like, say, I'm only going to visit this website every Friday to see, you know, like, a summary of some of the biggest events that took place throughout the week. Um, that would help you to stay informed, but it's not going to bog you down minute-by-minute updates. And your mind's not going to be possessed with that and overwhelmed with that and occupied with that, okay? Moving to the second source of intake is television. Um, I've heard of the term binge-watching. 
I've never experienced that in my life. I don't know if I would ever, you know, be able to survive that kind of experience (laughs) of binge watching shows, I guess. Um, There's this thing called Netflix, and I don't think it's a very good thing. (laughs) Um, While there is nothing, you know, morally wrong with having a favorite TV show or two, that is, is you know, a good standing um, show. Uh, I think a lot of times that uh, one of people's favorite ways to spend – an evening with a loved one or you know their mornings or their days or a rainy afternoon is to you know basically check out and watch a show but is spending time watching tv actually a healthy way for us to do things together i mean especially you know when your shows are being like circulated with not uh, moral content like non-unmoral content like you know, I, I don't know the names of specific shows, but I know there's a lot of references out there that I'm like, oh, wow, that's quite appalling, actually. That's actually pretty disgusting, and these are shows that people actually watch. And so, um, fortunately, I've been blessed to live in a world where TV is not prioritized at all, but um, because we don't have television, but I know that it is a real reality that a lot of people experience, and so I'm trying to speak to that, and I'm trying to offer some assistance there. So you know, when you are tempted or, or desire to watch a show, you have to ask yourself the question of, is this habit unhealthy? It, does it need some reordering? Is it something that is, like, actually benefiting my life? And so what I found is that is that a lot of times TV watching has become unhealthy. Um, uh, people won't necessarily watch every night. Um, when we do, when they do, um, I encourage you to watch for, like, just like a little less than an hour you know it's not the only way to spend time with together with with each other and the thing about tv is it i mean unless you're watching something educational it's really pointless you want good entertainment wake up and watch life like seriously people um another form of intake that's super distracting are articles you know as a writer myself i have a special love for, you know, reading articles and reading other people's perspectives and their aspects and the way they go about things. Um, And, you know, there's a list of things that I kind of aim to, you know, fill, um, you know, to kind of like get some insight and to kind of learn myself. There's like a list of things that I in particular look for. And uh, I, I, I think that one, you know, there, there can be different platforms and different articles that you read for different things in your life. I try to just grab as much um, material, as much resources, as much perspectives on certain articles um, in the philosophical realm and all of those kind of things that um, while people, I think a lot of times, pick up on like personal blogs and they enjoy checking on those. But I think that when that page is pulled up, people have to be guarded because while those blog pages are beautiful and the photos are posed and edited and everything looks so picture perfect, I think it's really easy to start comparing. And in this area, people need a healthy dose of self-knowledge and they need to stick to what they will know help grow themselves and their belovedness as a daughter, as a son, as a holy wife, as a holy husband, joyful father, joyful mama. Okay, you know what I mean? Okay, so also um, movies. You know, I think a lot of people, uh, well, this ties into, the, I'm not even going to touch on this one. It ties into the elder one, but it's just, you know, there has to be an understanding Um, to never watch anything that will make it hard to say no to temptation. So that's pretty self-explanatory. I'm going to let that one tie itself into what I was talking about earlier about television. Um, Music, okay, I think this one's often overlooked because 
guys, there's some really nasty music out there. And I think that we kind of just, like, let music go. Or, like, we're constantly listening to music in the shower, when you run, in the car. Like, it's it's not as um, spotlighted or highlighted as social media. But music is still a major distraction. And honestly, if you look at a lot of the music choices out there, I, for one, cannot say that they are the most virtuous lyrics to listen to. Um, I know there's been times where um, I've had a close relative or a, or a friend or, so, or something in that realm that had them listen to a song, and it's just like going through the, the lyrics and the rapping, and, and my friend or whoever is not even paying attention um, because they just heard it a thousand times, and I'm, I'm noticing things in the song that are not virtuous to listen to. I'm, I'm noticing bad words and, and awful um, innuendos and infatuation towards things, and um, I think we become numb to things. And so for myself, when I'm not exposed to those kind of things and then when I am I, I have a heightened sense of awareness so that just shows that when you take yourself out for a little bit you check out to reality you check into reality I should say um, and you go back in you have a heightened sense of awareness towards things like that and I understand there's catchy songs out there you know whether they're pop or country I know people love to just crank the volume up and just it, it, because it takes you out of the craziness and, and just the, of the world and I know that sometimes people just completely ignore like the crassness or the angsty lyrics that are within those songs and I think you know for a lot of people is you know having another person around um like if you were listening to music like that with your you know younger sibling or something you know is that something you want them to hear and of course not so why are you listening to it you know so, you know, while a lot of times things are rap and you can't necessarily understand the words, um, it's still like a harsh negative message. Like, it's, it's, I don't even really understand the purpose of it. And it's not like I'm being anti-rap or, or things in that genre, but I'm, I just have never, for one, understood the purpose of music with that kind of uh, aggressive tone, I guess. Um, so, you know, just start cutting out those negative lyrics. I know there's some songs out there that actually have, like, what they'll call clean versions. So it's, like, the same song. They just change the lyrics a bit so they're clean. I think that's a great idea because I know sometimes people like the way songs sound and stuff like that. So I think that's a great idea. Look for those uh, as opposed to the original version that sometimes have bad words or crash language in there. Um, and, and you just need to realize the power of words and what you listen to because what you take in is what you will put out and even if we tell you know ourselves otherwise that's what will happen you know people don't come out of the womb cursing they learn those words from other people they hear them they hear them on repeat and they think it's okay and then they use them and then it becomes a uh, second nature you don't even notice you don't even realize the depths of what you're doing you know and how how deadly that is to the human soul and that ties into the fifth commandment of thou shalt not kill guys so um i would suggest if you are a music lover um, create a playlist. Charlie was educating me the other day on what a playlist was. I was like, oh, that's a pretty good idea because then you can kind of control what comes on next. So, um, you know, create a playlist that has all clean, fun, you know, whatever, praise and worship. It's all good. Now, I'm not saying you have to listen to Christian only or whatever. I'm just saying that I think you should be a little bit more conscientious about the amount of music you're listening to and also, you know, um, the content for sure. Um, I know myself, I have a special love for podcasts. I mean, that's why I make this podcast. I love listening to, um, like, daily reflections or daily devotionals while I'm going for my morning runs. And some days, I just realize I'll wake up and I'll be like, 
need some silence this morning. And so I'll just go for a silent run. And I think that's really, really important to have those kind of moments. Just be like, I just need silence. I just need time to think, to let God into my thoughts, and to just have new perspectives about things. So, I mean, when you feel that way, respond to it for sure. Don't just ignore it. Um, you know, uh, tune into your body and into your mental health and everything that's, you know, pointing you in a direction. Uh, pay attention to it, you know. Um, so, talking about speaking podcasts, I want to go into podcasts a little bit. Um, I kind of have a slight addiction to podcasts. Um, this one's really important for me to filter because I actually have time to listen to them because I, you know, if I'm doing farm chores, if I'm running, if I'm, you know, gardening, I have a lot of work to do here on the farm that gives me plenty of opportunity to live, listen to podcasts. So, um, I would definitely put those in the same kind of priority checklist that I, I encourage you to do for website checking. Um, you know, just make sure that you're like myself I try to limit myself to like one podcast a day um like one podcast episode a day um and if I'm not doing any kind of work or anything that day or sometimes I just realize I need silence I won't listen to anything and while there is tons of podcasts out there I truly try to limit myself like one day I'll listen to Abiding Together which is a beautiful podcast I've been listening to for a few months now I love that podcast um another day I'll listen to more of a philosophical one Another day, I'll listen to a um, Catholic priest kind of um, theological one. So I have, like, different topics, different subjects. And so I'm getting, like, a fuller appreciation of podcasts. I'm not just, like, getting, you know, numbed out and, like, listening to the same thing and, like, the same genre. I'm getting a fuller perspective. And I limit myself. And that definitely takes a lot of self-control. And that is definitely something God will assist you with because you cannot do it on your own. Um, so... Um, uh, well, uh, while podcasts, you know, can be enriching on several levels, you need to check yourself in terms of how you tune into them. Um, podcasts you listen to won't be fruitful if you're putting on the show host, you know, as your first priority rather than the person in front of you. So, um, for example, try to listen while cleaning the house or by doing farm chores. Um, but I need, you also need to be mindful and, you know, pause the episode when you're, you know, mom, brother, whatever, walks into the room so you can be present to him. Um, whenever I was uh, mucking stalls this two Saturdays ago, Charles came in and he was uh, talking to me and I stopped. Uh, he wasn't even talking. I just stopped the podcast. And he's like, you don't have to stop it. And he's like, uh, you don't have to stop it. And I was like, well, you're, you're more, I was like, you're more important to me than the person on the other side of this podcast. Like, um, while he didn't even want to talk to me, I'm still going to appreciate his presence. And so I think that's also important is just, you know, being respectful of people and not forgetting the people right in front of you, you know. So uh, the best time I would suggest to invest in, you know, a podcast is to just do it when it's on your own time, you know, and not all of your time, but some of your time. So um, I can give you guys a solid list of Catholic podcasts. So I'll leave those in the link to this episode, but I highly suggest some of those. Um, last thing I want to talk about is the who, what, where, and when. Um, just a fire round of questions. Ready? Um, who are you listening to and reading? And do you feel uplifted after doing so or do you feel deflated? Um, what are you watching on your screens? Is it something that rejuvenates you or does it feel like you're getting pulled into a black hole? 
you know, uh, where are you when you're listening to a podcast or scrolling through the news? Is it an appropriate time set aside or does it become a wall between you and whoever's around you? Um, like when you're focused on these things, does your prayer come first or does scrolling through the news become your instinct when your morning alarm goes off? You know, taking the time to evaluate who, what, where, and when um, of what you're intaking, you know, is really important. What is God asking you to prioritize? And so those are the questions I want to leave you with. I think they're super important. And um, like I said, I don't have a ton of knowledge in this realm. I really actually didn't talk about social media, like, like Instagram and stuff like that. But I think a lot of it can just be understood from this conversation. And it was something I wanted to share because something I've seen a lot of people struggle with. And I've seen a lot of people um, lose their lives, lose their time, lose their minutes, um, waste their lives on devices. I've seen relationships fall apart um, because of a text conversation or, or something. And and it's just so meaningless. I, I wish people would just really take time to listen to this episode and just realize how, you know, my device, my box with the little button at the bottom and the, and the cool screensaver is not not going with me to heaven but you know the way I treat people the way I treat the world the way I respond to people the way I I spend my day that is what will follow me that is what's going to go into the next world with me so I got a little deep there but I think it was important to talk about this and I really hope you guys liked this episode I wanted to let you know that if you ever want to send me any feedback prayer requests anything with that within that category you're more than welcome to do so at mothermary15 at icloud.com. Again, that's mothermary15 at icloud.com. I will one day be able to say icloud the first time without stumbling over it. I do not know why that is so hard for me to say. Anyways, um, last announcement. Me and my sister have been working on this awesome project together, and we are super excited. It's going to be launching very, very soon, and we are thrilled. We cannot wait to share it with you guys. And it's been so fun to create and to plan and everything. So, yeah. So, we are super excited to share this announcement with you. So, stay tuned. And definitely leave us a rating and review. That helps get word out about the podcast. It helps us know about uh, your your thoughts about the content we're producing here and everything. And we just truly appreciate the support. I appreciate the support. I don't know who who's we. I don't know why I keep saying we. <laughs> I appreciate the support. And I look forward to chatting with you next time. But until then, God bless. And um, watch your time on social media, guys. Maybe by the time you listen to the next podcast, you'll be listening to the next podcast. Um, you would have you know, started some other kind of habit of like, you know, every time you're tempted to go to social media, you'll go to a rosary or for a run or for a nature walk or something beneficial, something productive, something that makes you so closer to God. So, yeah, until then, have a awesome week and uh, stay off social media. I ch- actually, no, we're going to end this episode with a challenge. You have no reason to um, abide by what I ask. <laughs> you have no, I have no authority to bestow this upon you. But I'm going to challenge you guys. As a podcast listener, can you take off one week, one week from everything social media, from television, from social media, from news, from everything? And if at the end of this week you don't feel freer, you don't feel lighter, you don't feel more peaceful you can ignore me but i i urge you just to try it just for seven days seven days try it see what happens i think it'll be life-changing god bless